Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge, on Yahoo Sports Radio. Well, as you should know by now, the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing that computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Of course, this is our number two of the Talk of Fame Network. Coming up, you're going to hear from former Baltimore safety Ed Reed, now an assistant secondary coach for Buffalo on why it's tough for safeties to make it to Canton. But first, well, first we want to get to former Chicago and Los Angeles Raiders wide receiver Willie Galt, a member of the Super Bowl shuffling Chicago Bears. But that's not why he's here with us. Nope. Well, he's moved on to other things, and what a story. The young man who led the 85 Bears in receiving yardage and kickoff return yardage was named last week the USA Track and Fields Athlete of the Week after, at the age of 55, setting world records in his age group in the 100 and 200-meter dashes. He finished the 111.3. That's uh, 18 one-hundredths better than the previous record set in 2008. The 223.24 better in the previous mark of 23.36. It's not easy to catch Willie, but we have, even if he's just stepped off the track at UCLA, which is true. Willie Gall, thanks for joining us. Nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Willie, I, I mentioned those world marks. I mean, they're for the 55 and older age group. You also set marks for the same distances in the 45 to 49 age group and the 50 to 54 age group. I mean, guys your age and in our age aren't supposed to be fast, but apparently uh, you didn't get the memo. So you've been a world-class runner for over three decades. Uh, how do you do it? And, and whom do you train with? And where do you train? You train at UCLA, but how do you do it? Right. Well, I, I think I, I do it because I never stopped. Um, I've always loved running. Running has been a pure sport. You know, I have God-given ability. My mother ran track. My father was a pretty good athlete. Um, so I, I got it inherently. And, uh, I just love, I love the competition part of it. And it's something I can do until I'm, I die really. I mean, I, there's people who are running a hundred, so I can do it hypothetically until I'm, uh, I die. And I don't really have to rely on anyone else but myself. I mean, it's not like I have to rely on a quarterback and throw me a ball or anything else. It's just me against the clock. And I, I trained with a guy named John Smith, who, you know, he, he holds the world record in the 400 yard dash, which sure. they don't run anymore. Right. And John is a legendary coach who's coached people like Maurice Green, Otto Bolden, and, you know, just names goes on and on. Camille Jetter, who's the second fastest woman in history. I trained with her. I trained with a guy named Gil Roberts. And uh, there's about, you know, 14 of us. Tyson Gay is out there. Uh, he trains with us. Allison Felix is out there. I mean, we train at UCLA, and it's a great atmosphere, and it makes for, um, you know, conditioning and training really well. Well, the height of any track athlete's career is the opportunity to compete in the Olympic Games. You were a member of the 1980 U.S. team that boycotted the Moscow Olympics. How disappointing was your lack of participation? Well, it was very disappointing at the time, but we didn't realize because I mean, I was 18 years old. I didn't realize, you know, the uh, significance of it. I thought, okay, don't worry, I'll make the next Olympic team. You know, it's just the way you go as a kid. But, you know, it was very disappointing, even though we had an alter- alternative Olympics that actually more countries were there represented than at the Olympic Games in Moscow, and that was something like a... You know, not, almost like kissing your sister in a sense. It, it was rewarding, but not because you weren't at the real games. Uh, but I, I did get an opportunity later on to, to be in the 1988 Winter Olympics in Calgary, which was great, opening ceremonies and all that was really fun, and got a chance to compete there. So it did help a little bit, but, you know, that was unfortunate because it had nothing to do with sports. It was all politics, and politics and sports shouldn't really match 
in that sense because all it did was hurt the athletes with training for four to six years to be in the Olympics and then get an opportunity to go. And I think it was really a disjustice to us because nothing happened. The Russians stayed in Afghanistan and the war went on. And, you know, it was like they didn't care, and they didn't. You mentioned the Calgary Olympics, uh, Willie, and, of course, uh, as, as you mentioned, you were uh, on the bobsled team, I believe on the two-man team. Interesting sort of circumstance there because for you were still playing pro football at the time. Four years later, of course, Herschel Walker, uh, you kind of blazed the trail for him to, to also be a bobsledder. I'm kind of wondering two things. A, what's it, what did it feel like to be that kind of a trailblazer? And B, what's the difference between running on a track and running on ice? Well, yeah, I, rec- I recruited Herschel, and uh, the next year after I've been in the Olympics, I also recruited uh, Edwin Moses and a couple other guys. It was really cool. The difference is that running on the ice, you got to have these spikes, of course. They're little spikes, and it's cold. I mean, I'm from a warm brother uh, city like Georgia and then L.A., but then in Chicago. So it was somewhat cold, but I, I don't like the cold as much. But it was fun because, you know, I got an opportunity to compete for my country and, and be in the Olympic Games and the Winter Olympics and Summer Olympics, you know, basically. So it was, um, I, it was one of my goals coming out of high school. I wanted to be in both Winter and Summer Olympics. And I, I actually achieved what I wanted to from a standpoint of me being able to make it to both. So it was uh, a really rewarding time for me. I had fun meeting the guys and competing and traveling around the world and Austria and Germany and, and uh, Russia. And it was just really fun. We're speaking with former wide receiver now, track star and always track star, Willie Gold on the Talk of Fame Network. And Willie, you talked about uh, achieving what you wanted to get accomplished and traveling the world and getting all these things done. I guess my question is, at this stage of your life, I mean, what drives you to compete? You've done so much. You won a Super Bowl. You've been on an Olympic team in the Winter Olympics. Summer Olympics, you weren't. But, I mean, you, you were uh, you, just an accomplished athlete, and now you're a world record holder. Um, most guys your age are, are retired. Or they're on the first tee. So what makes you go out there every day to the UCLA track, go out there every day and work with those guys and to do the track workouts? Well, I'm on a tee, too. I, I love golf. So when it's time I get a chance to play, I play. You know, I play in a lot of celebrity tournaments, and it's really cool. I really enjoy it. It's a great game to meet people and to interact with people and, and, and build relationships. I mean, I, I think my driving force is I just love what I do. I love being in shape. I love, you know, what it feels like. I love the young kids because it makes me young. My training partners, you know, Gil Roberts and Kamiya Jetter, uh, Tyson Gay, uh, Yusef Maserati, all those guys, and now Blake Leeper, who is the, the, the guy who won the goal for, he had no legs. So, and, and Coach Smith and Coach K. Ron Conwright and those guys, and in the weight room, seeing all the people, it's just a great atmosphere, and it makes for a healthy living. Look, I want to live as long as I can and be as healthy as I can. I don't want to live, if I can't do the things I'm doing now, I want to, you know, just be around. I want to try to, you know, live as the way I want to live for as long as I can. And also to be able to help others. I, I be, I'm able to help people by training them and working out with them, giving them advice. And, you know, the rewards are I run well and I, I break, I'm able to break records. And I have to thank Bill Collins who set the records out there and I have to go get them. And, and by the way, I did also have the 40 to 45 record of 1049 and 2149, but it didn't, go, somehow they didn't record it. So I've, I've actually booked the record from 40 to 45, 45 to 50, 50 to 55, and now 55 and over. So well, I guess I'll try for 60 and over. I'm not real sure if I'll run that up, <laughs> but maybe. I just I like it. I just love the sport. I love to be in shape, and uh, I love to try to beat the odds. And people always say you can't do something. I want to prove that you can. You know, it's one of those things like in football. You know, I, I went out and I did my best. I was always in shape. I was always on time. I knew my play. I made very little mistakes. And I led my team every year in Chicago for five years. We didn't throw the ball that much, granted, but I led the team every year. 
and catches and average for catch and everything else. So I think that that goes for something. And you know, I played the game the way it was supposed to be played. I played hard. You know, I, I gave it my all. I have nothing but fond memories from it. And it was very rewarding. I, I, it's a blessing to be able to play in the National Football League, and I accepted that, and I respected it a, a lot. Hey, Willie, I'm from, from an era when track relays were really a big deal. The Drake relays, the Kansas relays, Texas and the Penn relays. Penn relay, Penn relays, right. Exactly. Right, right. Now, now it's, it's rare that you ever hear or, or see them in the newspaper or television. What's happened to the sport in this country? Well, I think the other sports have gotten so commercial. I mean, you talk about football, who's a you know, multi Ten billion dollars before they even play a game, and basketball, you know, billions of dollars, and and soccer and hockey, with all those sports, and and and, and track and field. Basically, when you think about it, it's really a four-year sport. Every four years, people get excited about it because of the Olympics. And in between that four years, you know, you got athletes who are struggling, athletes who are trying to get contracts, athletes who are running, and you got the the haves and the have-nots, and the have-nots really struggle, and so it makes for an interesting uh, dilemma. And so it just the interest level. People can only um, concentrate for a little period. Track and field takes almost all day. It's a four or five hour event, basically. Sure, the hundred comes and it's over in nine seconds, but the rest of the track meet takes a long time. So people don't don't want it. They want instant gratification. And sometimes, and track has been hurt by that, and also just by the popularity of other sports. But in Europe, track is you know number two. It's, it's behind soccer, but here in the U.S. is number four or five, maybe six. So it's just it's unfortunate, but that's where it is because it's the purest of all the sports, really. Yeah. And yeah. and when you think about it, you know everyone runs track. If you're playing basketball, you're running track down the court. If you're playing soccer, you're definitely running track down the the, the, the course. If you're playing football, you're running track. If you're you know the only thing you're not running track is playing golf. <laughs> hockey, hockey, you're sort of skating down the track, which is almost just still like a running motion. So track is the the basis for which all sports are really, I mean, 95% of the sports are based on. Right. Willie, we've got to run. Thanks for the time. But as I said, more than anyone else, I know you can appreciate this. We've got to run. Thanks very much, <laughs> Willie. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Hey, best of luck to you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Take care. Thanks, Willie. That was former wide receiver Willie Galton, now a track star again. Coming up, why we like what the Atlanta Falcons are doing. Yeah, the Falcons, and why we're puzzled by the Hall's failure to warm up to safeties. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network.